Welcome to Pint of Football, where much like Frank Lampard, we attempt to desperately coax some enthusiasm out of an audience that despises us. Kicking the tactics board into the tea lady is Darren Napton. Well, hey. And ugly crying in the car park on a Monday morning is me, Tom Meadowcroft. (laughs) What's going on, Daz? Oh, I don't know. What is going on? Are we still in lockdown? Have we we been out of lockdown? Have Have we been to any football? Is... Does football still exist? Um, I think so. I really don't know. I, I genuinely, for the first time since, I must I must say probably for the first time in 20 years, I couldn't tell you any team's position in any league. No, I have no idea. I, I, know, I know what Rovers are doing because we're kind of in a bit of a relegation battle, but otherwise I have no idea what the Premier League table is. I can't remember where Raymond Glass are because it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. Just draw it all out of a hat. <laughs> the winner of the Premier League is draw every team out of the country out of a hat. I think they'd be. I think people would pay to watch that. To be honest, yeah, it'd still be rigged though. You'd still get like City or Liverpool or Chelsea winning it because yeah, they'd have. They'd, well, they'd have paid extra money to have like a million bits of scrunched up paper in the hat whereas like Manor Farm would have had one obligatory. If they're lucky. Yeah, exactly. It's all screwed. Even the made up draw. Even the raffles are corrupt. (laughs) I swear I, yeah. I swear the last time I did a football raffle my raffle ticket number had letters in it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well I'm clearly not going to win then. That's what the the sting on FIFA headquarters is all about. <laughs> like, r- riddle me this, authorities. How come I've been to like a hundred plus non-league grounds and I've never won a raffle? Yeah, it's a good um, good question. Illuminati. If any of our listeners have won a raffle at a football match, then yeah. let us know and we'll send you a mug. What's the best thing you've won? Have you ever have you ever won one of the mysterious meat raffles? For example, um, no, I'm usually too tight to enter them. To be fair, I wouldn't. I don't enter a meat raffle because I don't want to like get a you know huge 12, 12 ounce lump of beef and then drive it home in a hot car. Yeah, if they did like a, I'm sure um, when I used to go to a pub quiz, they used to do like um, like an eight pint thing of beer or something. I'm sure we used to enter to try and win that. An eight pint glass of beer. I don't know what it was. It was like some. It was probably like an ashtray or something. I don't know. Have you left such a thing? I think the point was you meant to share it amongst the team. <laughs> that never happened. Anyway, so today we've only got a couple of topics because, um, as we've just said, nothing's happening. We've just spent at least twenty seconds talking about meat raffles. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is something that we started up last month. And um, Tom's going to introduce the name of it because it's um, got a quite a funny name that I think would sound better being explored by Tom. This segment is called Who's That Prick Then? <laughs> Where Daz describes the career of a um, journeyman football player, presumably from the lower leagues. And I 
vague, vainly attempt to guess who they are. Uh, if I ever get one of these right, that'll be a special episode indeed. So, the way we're going to start this one off, because it's it's so mental, this career, that I'm willing to put a wager on something to do with it. So, what I'm going to ask you to do, Tom, is I'm going to ask you to name 10 countries and... If this player hasn't played in any of them, I owe you a pint. Really? If the player hasn't played in any of them? Yeah, so if he uh, hasn't... North Korea. Okay, carry on. You've got to name all ten, and then I'm going to read through his career and um, see if Let, it comes up. Okay, North Korea, Cuba, um, Chad, uh, the Vatican City... That's not a country. <laughs> it is a country. No, it doesn't have a league. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay, not Vatican City. Um, Madagascar, Honduras, um, New Zealand, Swaziland, Ethiopia, Democratic Republic of the Congo, and uh, Liberia. One sec, two, four, six, eight, nine. What was the other one you said between Swaziland and Congo? Um, I can't remember. Pick another one then. Can't think of any countries now. Um, Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. Now he's played in so many countries that I can't actually tell you at this point if I owe you a pint. So I'm just gonna crack on. So, Are are you unsure whether or not he's played in North Korea? Is that what you're trying to say? No, he's definitely not played there. Okay, so this player, uh, who is a a Clapham man, born in Clapham, um, started off his career in 2001 at Arsenal. So not the most obscure of beginnings. 2002, he made the classic move from Arsenal to Tottenham. And he made any appearances at Arsenal, or is this just like training and stuff? Oh, yeah, this is just him faffing about. He's got a whole world to explore yet, Tom. Yeah, sorry. So he went to Tottenham in 2002, played there. I'm going to assume that they made no appearances. That'll be the rule. (laughs) Fine. He uh, (laughs) played for uh, three years there and actually made 30 appearances for Spurs. So, okay. Not horrendous. At this point, he was representing England under-20s as well. Right, respectable. Yep, yep. And then uh, 2004-05, moves online to Coventry. Classic move for any player at that level from Spurs. 2005, moves online to Wolves. And then he impresses at Wolves and signs on. So, not too obscure yet, you know. We're keeping it Mm -hmm. regional. (laughs) I'm waiting for him to go to Swaziland. (laughs) Um, moves to Spurs, has a couple of years there. Uh, sorry, Wolves, sorry, has a couple of years there. Yeah. Goes online to QPR, fair enough. Doesn't impress there. Ends up at Barnsley. Still not that obscure. That's so, pretty exotic. Yeah, right. well, yeah, yeah. We're seven years into his career by this point, and he's not really pulling up many trees. He's scored two career goals by this point. Do and, I guess what position he is? Uh, midfielder. Centre midfield. And then, 2008, he finally gets his passport and jumps on the plane to Toronto FC. Okay, yeah, that's 
Yeah, so it's still pretty mainstream MLS, yeah. of course. So he spends a season there where he does pretty well for himself. He plays 39, scores four. Not bad return. Mm-hmm. So you've had a year in the MLS. Yeah, yeah. You've had a year in the MLS. What's your natural progression route? Uh, in those days, Australia or maybe Japan. Or perhaps Diosiori VTK of Hungary. Wow. Yeah. Moves there in 2010. Mm-hmm. Makes <laughs> Makes one appearance. Oh, dear. And then AJV, whatever you said. And then he makes an even stranger move in the same year to Moldova. Nice. Dacia Chisinau. Um, Couldn't guess where that is. No, somewhere in Moldova. So, so far, none of your countries have been mentioned. So you're still on for that tasty pint. Fuck yeah. 2011. I what I said, to be honest, so I'll just take your word for it. 2011. So you've hit rock bottom. No offense to Moldova. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Moldova. <laughs> so, where, after four appearances, where would you consider moving next? If I'd failed in Moldova, where would I consider moving next? <laughs> yes. Um, somewhere where they don't have grass. So, Greenland? No. Germany. <laughs> right. Quite uh, far down in Germany, I should imagine. Yeah, the sixth tier. Um, right. And he moves to SV Wilhelm Shaven. Is he? <laughs> yep. Uh, spends, surprise, surprise, a year there. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh dear. decides to return back to the UK where he moves to Shamrock Rovers. Nice. They're not in the UK, they're in Ireland. Well. No, 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 no. Don't complete that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he spends, I'm going to let you guess how long at this club. Uh, Six months. One year. Okay. Um, Plays 10, scores two. I don't know why he's just playing like four games and 10 games the whole time. Um, The impression he's a difficult individual. Potentially. But then at the end of 2012, you know, that's it now. Surely he's had his day. He's been going for 10 years. He's gone from Arsenal to Spurs via all these other places. I'm guessing he's going to Jamie Curtin this shit and just carry on forever. Kind of. He moves back back over to England and moves to Exeter City. Okay. Were they not? Was that why they were in the conference? Uh, 2012. I don't know. Potentially. That's a surprisingly good move, I'd say. Makes one appearance (laughs) in what would be his second of three clubs in 2012. (laughs) I don't understand Um, how people like this keep getting contracts. Well, all the time. And then he gets another arguably big move where he moves to a professional team, uh, Dempo Sports Club in India. Wow, okay. If you've if you've played in the Premier League like he he apparently has for Spurs, I think you can pretty much just say to any Indian club, "Oi, I'm a you know top. Le- I have been a top level English footballer. People yeah. know me." But he still okay, didn't. He still didn't rook the trend there. He didn't settle down. He played ten games um, within that 
probably three-month spell that he stayed there. And then he jumped on the plane again and went to Ecuador. Oh, okay. Where uh, he joined a second division team called Quevedo. Quevedo. I mean, at this point, he must have already spent more on flights than he's earned. Uh, depends if he flew via Ryanair. <laughs> well, maybe six flights later. So, yeah, so he's flown from Exeter to India, India to Ecuador, all within a year. Um, and then from there, he gets on the plane again at the end of the year, goes to Thailand. Oh, yeah, that's a good That's a good place to, um, you know, go if you failed, I, I, I'm finding. <laughs> so I think he's still in his 20s at this point, let's bear in mind. So that's presumably like Spurs to Thailand in less than a decade. Yeah, eight years hmm. via every I'm guessing, continent. I'm guessing cocaine was involved at some point in this. <laughs> oh, maybe. Allegedly. So anyway, he's now at PTT Rayong in the. I Thai- think I have heard of them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not bad. They're in the Thailand yeah. second division. Very much the um, Burnley of Thailand. And then you know, because he's made his his obligatory seven appearances, he uh, decides to leave that club and yep. uh, moves to Eastern Sports Club in Hong Kong. Yep. Who are known okay. as a basketball club with a football section according to wikipedia okay so you feel by now the end is coming it's 2015 he's literally traveled the world he's still got a few more clubs to go so the 2016 season rolls in he leaves um hong kong and he moves to bangladesh i didn't know they played football in bangladesh i gotta be honest well you obviously you obviously haven't heard of Abani Limited Dakar, then. No, no, I haven't. Well, you'll be pleased to know that in 2016, when he made that move, he managed to have a 100% scoring record. Come on. One With game, his... one goal? One game, one goal. What a guy. <laughs> Clinical. Um, <laughs> and then I think by this point, he genuinely has got fed up because he leaves there after his one game and goes to Leatherhead back in England. Cool. Did he finish his playing career there? No, no. I think by this point, he hadn't even... I think he's still only... Okay. He's, he's No, in his mid-30s, I think, by this point. Uh, and he's he's now playing, or at least he was a couple of years ago, playing for a team called Masters Football, which is a Canadian semi-professional team. Sounds good. So... So I think you owe me a point. I think so, yeah. I think you're <laughs> right there, which is always I nice. can name 10 countries that don't have, you know, good leagues. Don't worry about that. What, like Bangladesh and Moldova? Well, yeah. I could, I, I could have said Bangladesh, to be fair. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, well, well done. So the question yeah. is, can you guess who this lad is? Not a fucking clue. It is the one, the only, row, row. Row, 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 Rohan Ricketts. Row, 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 Rohan Ricketts. Rohan Ricketts. Yeah, never heard of him, but he sounded like he had a really fun career. That is definitely the career I would have probably had, minus the cocaine. 
The picture of him on Wikipedia is him leaning against a tree in a big coat, like looking towards camera, smoulderingly. It looks like he. It looks like he's um an EastEnders character. All right, Rohan. Oh hi. I'm a semi-professional footballer. <laughs> what do you mean you ain't heard of Dempo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Shamrock Rovers. That's <laughs> that's in Liverpool, isn't it? <laughs> you tip. Oh man. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he played 54 games for Wolves in two years. That's semi-respectable and he played quite a lot for Toronto but as he was an attacking midfielder he didn't seem to have scored any goals at all really yeah but if you scroll down and look at his personal life you'll see that in 2010 2010 he did co-host the hardcore footy show on hardcore sports radio (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know what that is to be honest Oh look! In May 2011, Ricketts launched his now his own online-only magazine, Column Ten. The <laughs> magazine includes a host of features on sport, music, film, fashion, and more, and has included extensive interviews with blah 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 and DJ Spoony. So maybe, <laughs> he, maybe he was trying to com- combine like, you know, techno and and the 2010 FIFA World Cup on the hardcore sports show. Well, um, you know, if anyone's got any footage of the hardcore sports show or whatever it was called, um, would be interested to um, have a listen. Well, that was a good edition of Who's That Twat then? To be returned next month with an even more obscure player. Who you put before me next time. Yeah, I certainly will be trying to win that pint back. This is the interval. Right, shall I go through any surprising results of the Pint of Football People's Choice Award? Yes, that's the one we're all waiting for. That's the one we've all been hoping for. Yeah, in an act of boredom and desperation, I did what every person that owns some sort of non-league football-based account on Twitter has done and (laughs) constructed some sort of flimsy pretense for an imaginary cup. Um, Ours is the Point of Football People's Choice Award, where we've basically taken all the grounds that we've done between us and pitted the grounds against one another in one-on-one duels where our adoring fans vote on which ground is the best. Um, It was a really, really big list. It was 264 grounds. So this is probably going to take me a long, long time. Um, and I did them really sporadically because it's quite tedious. I haven't done any in a couple of days actually, but um, the first sort of first few batches, if you will, have been finalised. So I will go through, see if there's anything interesting. This is good because I don't know any of the results yet, despite having mm. the Twitter access. So I'm quite looking forward to seeing who's made it <laughs> to the next round. Well, like. This isn't really a surprise, I suppose, but um, six fields, Northampton Town beat out Arbor Park, Slough. I've been to Slough twice, mm. once with Manor Farm and once at Conifer. And maybe it's just like, you know, got a sort of rose tint about it because of Manor Farm 
had a good result there. And obviously, Conifer World Cup in London was the pinnacle of of our footballing lives, I would yeah. say. But I thought our park was decent. It's got all its stands, unlike Northampton. Well, they might have completed it now, but I don't know. Okay, so I'm not surprised about that. I mean, I I think the main contributor was our friend Sam retweeting it, saying, I'm trying to hijack this thing. Please, uh, yeah. all of my Northampton friends vote for this ground. I oh, hope yeah, it doesn't okay. proceed to do that in every round. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much um, you know influence Sam has over over these. <laughs> the world of football is his. I suppose he's got more of an in to the people of Northampton than we perhaps do. Yeah, Just I guess. Best efforts. Yeah. Just you wait till he draws against Eccleshall. <laughs> what else have we got? Uh, Kevin Druids, The Rock, very, very, very comfortably beat um, Cardiff Mets ground. Yes, I love that because that was an all Welsh Prem game. Yeah, I mean, it's no contest really. Oh, The Rock was an absolute legend of a stadium. And Solitude, Cliftonville beat Newport Stadium for Newport City, that weird athletics ground that yeah. Newport County had to use for a while. But Newport um, Stadium was winning for a while. Oh, God, I'm glad it didn't. No offence, Newport City. I would more than happily go back to Solitude if that's who wins it. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be ace. Oh, that's a shame. Um, Hembury FC got really behind the poll and retweeted it, even though their ground's basically just a field. (laughs) And they very nearly, but didn't quite, beat Cinderford Town's Causeway ground. Mm. There were 143 votes in that. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's 52% Causeway, 48% Arnold Drive. Oof. What are you going to do if any of them draw? Flip a coin. Ah, fair enough. Surely you should flip 10 coins and do it like a penalty shootout. No. (laughs) Just to add a bit more time to the uh, proceedings. Uh, West Shepton playing field, Shepton Mallet. Very, very nearly beat um, RCD Mallorca's ground. Oh, that would have been criminal. <laughs> oh, Mallorca's yeah. ground was great. I mean, I, I as we've got to go to this ground when the contest's over, no offence to Shepton Mallet, but I'd rather go to Mallorca than Shepton Mallet. Oh, man. I, I'm, I, you know, if, I'm not going to put any sway on this tournament, but if I could, it would be to get a foreign ground to win. Uh Largest Lane Bracknell Town absolutely pummeled Kassam Stadium, Oxford United's ground. Yeah. Good. I was going to say, no one wants to do that trip. Nah. And um, similarly, Sandygate, Hallam FC beat out Wembley Stadium. Yes, the oldest stadium in the world beats arguably the best in the country. I'm glad that Wembley wouldn't win because... Um, we've got to like go to whatever ground and then try and hand someone official a mug with pint of football. The higher up the chain of professionalism we go, the more difficult it's going to be to find someone to willingly accept that. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. if we handed it to Hembury, I bet they'd they'd put it on their bar like as a joke, <laughs> as a sort of knickknack. It'd go so in the trophy cabinet, like, surely. I, I I hope I would hope so. 
hopefully Staff of Rangers will win because they seem to have collected like they seem to have displayed like everything they've ever won ever, even no matter how ridiculous it is. Even every coin from the coin toss. But it's gonna be a handsome mug, damn it. Oh yeah, I can't wait. And they'll also get the added prize of our bar tab after a long economically just devastating lockdown. Yes, cannot wait. Uh, also, the Lawns Cribs FC beat Mill Farm AFC Filed. Yeah, which is good. Well, I'm I'm just looking... about that because yeah, Filed give you nightmares, don't they? Yeah, Filed. That was Nathan Blissett's debut for Mac, where we lost six 0 And uh, if I was him, I would not have ever played for the club again. <laughs> <laughs> Hung my head in shame. Um, so I did look into Filed and. It seems like their owner's a bit vocal. Don't know if you heard about any of this. Well, Quite I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know specifics about him, but I just know that as they've gone through the leagues, I think they've probably made more foes than friends by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, so they got their way to the 2019 National League playoff final, was it? Yeah. And um, apparently they only sold a few hundred tickets to Wembley, which is even worse than Forest Green. <laughs> so the guy, the, the guy that got them to that point by put, by um, putting in all the money, apparently they erected a pro Brexit billboard, encouraging Theresa May to go for a No Deal solution. Uh, <laughs> the chairman, da- fucking hell, the chairman David Haythornthwaite. David Haythornthwaite publicly supports UKIP and fracking. I mean, that is the last name of someone that supports UKIP, to be fair. <laughs> Haythornthwaite. Um, that same year, the club hosted a Brexit party rally led by Nigel Farage with allegations of some participants encouraging violence against then Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> that same year, the club's former accountant was jailed for 32 months for misappropriating 240,000 of the club's funds to spend on cocaine, cam girls, and gambling. What? <laughs> Where are you finding this? Wikipedia. Wow. Oh, dear. So, yeah. I I kind of didn't want to go to file. They sound a bit scary and weird. Yeah. Probably for the best. Dundee FC, who are a very funny named club, and their ground's called the Causeway as well. So there's three grounds in here, like I think, called the Causeway. But anyway, <laughs> the, they beat um, Home Park, Plymouth or Argyle very handsomely, which is a good ground. Yeah. Uh, Moss Lane, Altrincham beat Days Park, Swanage, which is understandable, but I'm a bit sad about that because Swanage is awesome. Yeah, I would have liked to have gone there. I mean, we still can. We're not saying <laughs> never can go to no. any clubs that lose. Any clubs that lose in this um, are being blacklisted. <laughs> so I'll have to ask you about this one because I've not been to either and these are both yours. But um, Hollyhead Road, Chirk AAA versus Palmerston Park, Queen of the South. Queen of the South looks awesome. Queen of the Chirk South doesn't... is great. And it's also the first ground I went to when I was doing my blog. So... It's the official birth of uh, Pint of Football. It has a lot to answer for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Up in Dumfries. What's Chirk like? 
Chirk is um, it's a weird one because it has one nice stand for you know for sort of the Welsh second tier, but it's quite a big stand for what you'd expect to be where the corner flag is. <laughs> and it's the oh, only yeah. it's the only that. it's the only bit of seating. Well, that's the traditional place you want to watch from, right? Yeah, it was just a bit of an odd one, but I did love it. And um, when I went there, it did make me want to go to more um, Welsh league games. And um, I know we've done a few together, but I think that's the only one so far. Oh, no, I went to The Rock on my own. So I think I've done two on my own, but we usually tend to go to them together because, well, it's Friday night games usually. Then sets us up nicely for a stupid amount of games, beer and nonsense so that got through ahead of um, Queen of the South, so there's every possibility we might be going to that. Yeah, and you'll be dis- you'll you'll be very disappointed to hear that the Asprey Arena was beaten by the Orchard Bedfont and Felton. Bedfont, oh yeah, that was the one with the planes, isn't it? <laughs> the reason for that is because I used a very exciting picture of a uh, British Airways plane going over the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. We've both done that one and we've both had a good time there. We got Butts Park Coventry United versus Park Hall the New Saints, which I would argue both probably ones we don't want to go to. Well, to be fair, Butts Park is next door to where I work, so (laughs) it really isn't a faff for me to go, but not the most exciting way to end our tournament. Um. Ah, oh, Eccles Hall beat Dundalk. I knew Eccles Hall would do well because they got right behind it. Quite a few um, followers of mine from, well, of ours, sorry, from back in the day with the Stone Dominoes guys, who a lot of them moved to Eccles Hall afterwards. Mm. I want just to say, not groaning because I don't want to go to Eccles Hall, groaning because I really want to go back to Dundalk, but never mind. Yeah. We'll go back to Ireland anyway at some point. Yeah, we will. Okay, Holbrook Park, which is Holbrook St. Michael's. The best picture I could find of that was a slightly sad-looking sign on a fence. Um, <laughs> beat Fratton Park Pompey. So well done, Pam. <laughs> this, this is what's really fun about this poll. It's really skewed towards the lower teams because like, whenever they're mentioned, they get really excited, which yeah. is, I think is awesome. Yeah. So... I think the only league ground that actually beat out a non-league ground was six fields because of the interference of Sam Loins. <laughs> Damn him to hell. Um, okay, I'm now get I'm now getting to ones that are still going. Well, they won't be by the time this is released, but um Longwell Green versus AFC Wolfronians. Currently Wolfronians, I'm probably not saying that right, are winning by a Nats bollock. Mm. Maybe I should retweet some of these. Maybe I should put some more up. Maybe I should do something. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like we're going to Newcastle either. They lost. Uh, well, there's still a day left, but Froome are currently taking that one yeah. by a lot. So if I do get my arse in gear and get this out soon, go vote for Newcastle. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's about as much as I can get out of that at the moment. Thank you for everyone that participated so far. I'm having fun doing it. 
yeah, it's been really good for us to uh, have something exciting going on in terms of, you know, stuff to get people checking us out. And, um, you know, for us, it, it's obviously we're not doing this full time. So to have some for extra followers is always nice as well. Please follow us. <laughs> for more content like this. Yes. Is there anything else? No, I think you've covered the uh, two topics that we had. Good. Shall I find a joke, man? Go on, then. Your face. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason we don't do this on video. I say, I say, I say, Daz. Yes, I, Tom. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Don't know. Ten tickles. <laughs> Uh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love you.